Belle. It's Natasha. Welcome back to another episode of We'll Figure It Out. remember what happened in, during our last recording it's been a while <laughs> uh oh parental pressures yep we basically complained about our parents and we're gonna also try to be better than our parents if we decide to have children that's true um but we also talked about how to deal with parental pressure at this age where yeah. You know, we done moved out. We're living our own lives. Um, but our parents are still there trying to, like, I don't know, be in our business or whatever. Which is, like, good because it's out of love. But um, it's annoying sometimes. Right. It's a little <laughs> annoying. But we are able, because we're adults now, we can say, oh, thanks for your advice. But no, thank you. Like, I'm going to make my own decisions, too. Oh my gosh. All right, so for this week's episode, we're going to um, have a segment at the end where um, it's Halloween themed, and like each time that we record in October, I can't even say every week because we're unreliable. <laughs> October's almost over, to be honest. Yeah, so like I guess this might be the only segment. You never know, or we might hit you with another one. Yeah, but we're gonna. Um, we're full of surprises, guys. <laughs> We're going to do a segment where um, our friends tell, like, scary stories about things that happened to them. Yeah, these are real-life ones. Yup. So, at the very end of this episode, you'll hear a clip of um, our friends Teresa and Roman talking about um, some spooky situations they were in. (laughs) I'm really slow today. That's right. (laughs) I'm really slow today. It's fine. I'm pretty weak today, so... I listened to a podcast called Cult, and it drained my energy. What I was, is Cult? It's it's a podcast about cults, and oh. I listened about the <laughs> the Manson family, and it literally drained me. Those people are fucking crazy. Oh. I don't know how someone can manipulate you and like make you think a certain way enough for you to like perform murders for them. That's true. It's kind of like a mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think of it that way because they were crazy. Really? Because they're all like, you know, when it comes to family or when it comes to protecting your family or doing the quote-unquote right thing, like what is right, what is wrong. Oh, my gosh. We can talk about this in our next topic or something. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but let's hop into our episode for today which is cuffing season yay starting to get cold outside so you know everybody's gonna want to boo oh so, you got it okay. yes so what does cuffing season mean to you isabel um to me basically um cuffing season is basically when the weather starts to get colder mm-hmm. and then People feel lonelier because they're colder, and so they need some body heat. Oh, so God. People- <laughs> okay, just kidding. They need some heat. <laughs> and so people just start, like, coupling up. Um, so 
I guess it's more like I always thought of it like cuffing, like handcuffs. So you're kind of just like stuck together. Kind of like not um, by choice. <laughs> um, sometimes by choice, sometimes not. I guess like okay. The thing is, like you could be with someone just for the sake of not wanting to be lonely. And do you think people get more lonely during cuffing season? Yes, for sure. Yeah, and um, I have yeah. an Urban Dictionary definition yes, right here. Yes, we're legit. So it says, cuffing season. During the fall and winter months, people who would normally be rather be single or promiscuous find themselves, <laughs> along with the rest of the world, desiring to be cuffed or tied down by a serious relationship. The cold weather and prolonged indoor activity causes singles to become lonely and desperate to be cuffed. Mm. Have you participated in cuffing season? <laughs> give us some stories. Give us some tea. I would say, oh gosh, now I'm like reflecting. Mm. Why don't you go since you are? Oh, what? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I can go after. What can we say? What can we not say? No, you can talk about like your past. Okay, in the past, let's see. I guess. I don't know. I'm like, it varies because, like, when the weather got colder, I would definitely feel like, just like kind of lonelier. Or I want someone to like cuddle with. But at the same time, like, I'll tell you this: you can have friends. Hmm? I'll tell you this: some of my best relationships started in the winter, and then once it got hot outside, that's when it fell apart. Really? And I'm starting to realize like the connection with cuffing season. Wait, it's interesting you said that because for me, my relationships usually start in the spring. Why? I guess spring is more like it's a new life. Um, it's a new life. For me, I really like the sun. So like, what in the spring, I'm just a lot more lively, a lot more joyful. And then I guess... But I don't think that's the only reason, though. I think it's just like spring is like new beginnings and like just like. So like new, most like, of like the boyfriends that you've had, like mm-hmm. your relationship started in the spring. Like mm. April May. Really? Yeah. I think I've only had one relationship start, I guess spring ish, but it was still cold outside. It was March. Okay. But most of my relationships tend to start when it starts to get cold, like. September-ish, really? October-ish. See, that's when I want, that's when I would want a boo, and then I usually hmm. don't get one. I was wondering, maybe people just targeted me for cuffing season. <gasps> oh my gosh. Hurt. What's the opposite of shout out? <laughs> Not shout out to all the people that use other people for cuffing season. But at the same time, when I was in my app days, um, a lot of people literally would say in their bios, like, yo, it's cuffing season, hit me up. Speak- <laughs> That's wild. Did you, um, notice, like, more people participating in, like, um, apps during that time? Yes. And that's why, For because sure. I got some information from Hinge. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I forgot which website I got this from, because this is just- I thought a- you said Vogue. Oh, this is Vogue. Oh my You're God. so clutch, girl. Hinge and Vogue are so different. <laughs> no, Vogue wrote this article about a, uh, a survey hinge? that they did on a Hinge. They did oh, a poll on Hinge. Cute. So they said um, the dating app 
Hinge recently polled 1,000 of its active users and asked which months they're more interested in finding a casual hookup, a date, or a relationship. They found that men are 15% more likely to be looking for a relationship in the wintertime than any other season. Mm. While women are 5% inter- more interested in something more committed during these months. So, it seems like... So men are more interested in hookups? Are more interested in finding relationships during the, in winter, the winter. 15% well. more likely. And then women are uh, 5% more likely. Wow. So guys go prowling during yeah. the winter... And they women. do, because when I was on, like, all the apps, they literally stated that. I feel like guys glow more in the summer and spring. Like, yes. that's when you notice, they're like, oh, you're kind of fine or whatever. Yeah, it's because they, and you then, know, they show their muscles. And the- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Their muscles. And then women, I guess, I don't know what it is. I'm not a guy, I can't tell you. Do they just like like the hominess of like just being with a girl and just cuddling up and watching movies? I guess. Or something? I don't know what it is. I wish we had a guy here to ask. Yeah. But Damn. I'm just assuming. And most of the time when I'm just getting, when I'm just dating somebody, I've noticed that we're always like more in touch during the winter time. Wait, see, it says... Okay, so the article continues on and says, in the spring and summer, men are 11% less likely to want a relationship, whereas women are 5% less likely. Oh. Because they want to haul around. Summer, everybody is in heat. Oh, gosh. Summer is like young and wild and free, you know? Shout out to that song. But yeah, I have like a... I'll give you a quick story about cuffing season. <laughs> so, I'm here to talk shit. Oh my gosh, here we go. So, um, my cousin was having a party at her house. I don't, I think it might have been for her birthday. We were still, I think we were still in high school. And I saw this boy, and this was like during my fan phase, my Lupe Fiasco fan phase. I was just like, huh? love him. Now when I look at him, I'm like, I didn't, he's not even cute. <laughs> But anyway, there's a boy there that looked just like Lupe Fiasco. I was like, I'm getting that. I have to talk to him. But, you know, I punked out. I didn't speak to him at the party. But I go home. I'm like, Facebook right now. Oh, my God. So then I go on Facebook. Of course, I find him. I add him. I don't know. I'm pretty straightforward. So I start talking to him. I'm like, hey, I think you're cute. Oh, really? Yeah. And then we just started talking, like, every single day. Oh, cute. But during that time, neither one of us drove. <laughs> so, it was a struggle because I lived in Germantown. He lives in Silver Spring. And for most of, for the people that are listening that don't live in these areas, this is, like, a 30 to 35-minute drive. Is it 30? Yeah. Like, you can't walk. Yeah. Or... <laughs> And I don't even think there's, like, public transportation. Yeah, but you know what? I'm, like, a sucker for love. So I'm a hopeless do? romantic. So I just make, try to figure out, like, ways to, like, see him. So the How? first time... Girl, it's catch a bus. <laughs> oh, no! So anyway, the first time was, like, homecoming. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to homecoming. I was like, 
But, like, he didn't invite me. But then I'm just like, oh, this is, I'm about to talk about times I regret when you just, like, try to put yourself into the situation. And, like, oh. all the stuff that I used to do that makes me cringe now. So I was just Why? like, oh, I can come or whatever. He's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm riding with my friends. Like, there's no space. I was like, oh. <gasps> I was like, damn. But then when I when I saw the oh. pictures, I actually saw that the car was, like, packed. So I was just like, <gasps> That's whatever. so rude. Why would he curve you like that? Because how is he going to get there? <laughs> it's homecoming. It's not prom. His parents don't care. <laughs> but, like, you said that later his car was had space. No, I said that. When I saw pictures, I actually saw that his car was, like, packed. Like, it was oh. all his guy friends in there. So I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. So then the next time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to catch a bus. And I'm going to stay over at my friend's house, who also went to his high school. So I could see him. How old are you, were you? Oh, my gosh. He was older than me. He had to be... I might have been a freshman in high school or what? sophomore in high school. You were wild. How does that make me wild? Yo, I maybe it's just maybe. But I think I, it's maybe, yeah, just it's just you. you. It's just you because maybe most I'm of the time strange. when people live like in like cities with like transportation that runs like through midnight and two a.m. Like we just catch the bus. It's like nothing. Oh damn. Yeah, so I caught the bus to my friend's house. I spent the night there, and we were supposed to meet up at downtown Silver Spring. Oh, cute! He didn't show up. What? Granted, his parents were, like, super strict, and, like, they were like, oh, no, it's getting late. You can't go out. I was like, oh, okay, cool. This he did like, tell you, though? He didn't tell me to last minute because he thought that he would be able to, like, finesse and get out there. Oh. So, but, like, these are signs for me. Like, I feel like I was lied to, but I was just, like, I was so whipped. I was, like, oh, my gosh, he's so perfect. Mm. He looks like Lupe Fiasco. Let's, like, <laughs> let's listen to Lupe Fiasco together. Yeah. The Cool is my favorite album. Yikes. Let's say it together. But anyway, those are, like, little signs. And then, like, he was, like, really, really popular in high school. So, um, all of a sudden, like, during, like, so we were still, like, talking back and forth. And then, like, I think I want to say, like, it was starting to, like, get warmish outside. <laughs> like, he just, like, he dropped off the face <gasps> of the earth. What? So I'm like, oh, like, what's going on? Like, I hit him up, nothing, nothing nothing all of a sudden like i'm on facebook he's in a relationship i'm like <gasps> so the whole time he was with you he was in a relationship no he just got like i think like what the hell because he was getting this person more is so messed up right he's an asshole and i called him an asshole later on he's like i don't understand he started playing victim but i was like if i explain it to you you'll understand like why you're an asshole mm -hmm. but anyway like i'd rather like somebody be like hey i'm not interested but during yeah. that time like i was like like that type of person like i'm gonna make it work i'm gonna figure out a way to like yeah is this so, why you're so hard now damn stop psychoanalyzing me I mean, Mind your business. Psych AP was my favorite subject in high school. <laughs> Shout out. 
<laughs> but anyway, it started getting warm outside. Like, he just dropped off the face of the earth. All of a sudden, like, he has a girlfriend on Facebook. But I feel like and then, mm-hmm. you feel like what? I feel like there were signs, like you said. Yeah, there were signs, but I'm young like he and naive. literally just using you. For what? You weren't getting anything out of it except for a conversation on the phone. Attention. Attention. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, damn, he does. Damn, he does crave attention because like after that he became really popular in high school and it was just like starting to feel himself and like he won he won prom king <gasps> and like he was just starting to feel himself like all of a sudden like I don't know what happened but I guess him and the girl broke up all of a sudden it just pops back up. Oh my! I'm like God. oh, I'm like oh hey, how are you? <laughs> And he's like, he just started talking to me as if nothing happened. So I just, like, I went in. I was just like, you're an asshole. You're wasting my time. You could have just told me that you weren't interested, blah, blah, blah. But then he starts to play victim. He's like, wow, like, that's how you really feel and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, ugh. Oh, my God. I hate people who do that. Yeah, and then, like, my dumbass self, like, a year... Like, I guess cuffing season was over. He was just like, blah, blah, whatever. He went off to college. And then, like, a year later, I'm like, I guess I was just so pressed to finally, like, see him in person again. We hung out again. And it was literally the worst fucking experience of my life. I was like, God was trying to tell me, like, leave him alone. But I was yeah. just like, no, no. And it was, like, literally the worst fucking experience. Like, all we did was, like, hang out in his car. It was hot as fuck. His sheep as fuck. We didn't do shit. I was like, I could have just stayed home. Yeah. And then from there, it was like a, it was it was like daytime. It wasn't like nothing cute. Like the sun was setting, and we're just sitting on the hood of your car talking. No, we're sitting in this hot ass car, no AC, just talking. And then from then on, like when I went home, blocked him. Good. But then I ran into him again. Again, Maryland. No way. Yup, he went there. He went to Maryland too. Yeah, and I used to run into him all the time, and I was just fed up. I was just like, oh my god. People are going to Maryland that I didn't know about. Yeah, but I, his mom was a. Either his mom or dad was a professor there. <gasps> taught history or something. I don't oh. know. So he was basically going there for free. Damn. But yeah, he's a jerk. He sucks. Yeah. He's like one of those people. Ooh. <laughs> like. Insecure said, you're just a, he was a fuckboy that thought he was a good person. (gasps) Oh, I don't know. It was just, I, I like wasn't really about cuffing season. There were times when I would just be like desperately texting (laughs) some guy, (laughs) just like going through the list and be like, yo, what you doing? (laughs) W-Y-D. W-Y-A, and be like, hey, going out tonight? Did you go out tonight? Oh my gosh, come over, let's meet. I feel like I've made way more mistakes in life than you because, like, it's always, it's always been bad. Like, I'm always, like, just sneaking out for boys. (laughs) See, I've never done that. I don't know how to. Just, like, knowing that, like, the person was just trash, but you're just being like, eh. Oh, no, I was in, like, a really toxic relationship Damn. with that. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, how? Like, it was, like, I think we talked about this before, but it was, like, the one from, my like, my junior year of college, and basically we were just, like, kind of a 
thing for like a whole semester but then we were both like we we knew we both liked each other but we both didn't want to like admit it and so it became a thing where it's like we agreed that it was an open relationship but then oh, yeah, going into summer i was like out of town the whole summer and then um i like i don't know i like found someone else during that summer and then he got super pissed and was like you cheated on me even though it was like an, an open, open relationship. relationship so then when i came back like senior year fall he was just like literally like a dickhole to me he was like oh my gosh like i don't even like you and then he still like was holding a grudge even though he was like oh it's fine and it just like got really bad like I don't know. At one point, he almost, like, hurt me really bad. Physically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. I know. And that was back when we didn't have self-defense. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then, and then, um, so then senior year fall, like, um, we would still hang out. Mm-hmm. Just because I was, like, I still liked him, but then he, like, hated me. And then I want one time I went to like this bar and then I texted him to see if he was gonna be there and he was like no I have this meeting, but then I saw one of his like fraternity brothers there and he was like oh yeah he's coming, and then I saw him show up with like five other girls, and then he started like making out with a girl in front of me. Poor like, damn. Yeah, and then I got like really just like emotionally. Yeah, like I wouldn't go to class. Oh my god, we strayed away. <laughs> but anyway, cuffing season is the worst. Yeah. Only I mean, date people if you want to date them. Yeah, don't feel like you have to be with someone just because you're lonely. And like, even if you're in a relationship, you have to really question yourself like, do I actually like this person? Or is it because like I'm just trying to i like the idea of the person because it's so hard to differentiate sometimes or i saw this tweet that said some people only say they love you because they love the they love how much you love them and how you care about them they don't actually love you as a person that kind of tripped me up i know so you gotta think about it. You really have to just like really reflect. Don't jump into anything unless you're like super. That got sure. me thinking. Like, when somebody says they love you, do I gotta be like, do you really? Do you really love me? It depends on who it is. If it's someone sensitive, I'm gonna ask not. my auntie. Oh my if she god, she really loves me because she be telling me she do, but I don't know. Stop. Man. If it's your auntie, it's fine. If it's the fam, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying if it's like you know someone you're dating or whatever. Okay. Well, this is another episode of We'll Figure It Out. So we're gonna let you listen to um, our new segment. Yeah. So first up, we have Roman. Telling his story about seeing a creepy jeep in the park, a Rock Creek Park. And then we'll have Teresa talking about her haunted ghost story. Yay! (laughs) Enjoy! Alright, well, back in my high school days, I was an avid biker. And this would happen during the fall. It was a cool, crisp night. I was riding my bike. 
I went all the way through DC and it's about dusk and into Rock Creek Park. And you're not supposed to go into Rock Creek Park past dusk because it's notoriously very dangerous with a lot of sketchy activity and also a lot of people have disappeared in Rock Creek Park. So, but, so knowing this, I was like riding through really quickly at dusk time and I was going up a hill and I hadn't seen anybody for probably about 10 minutes plus riding my bike. And I was like in the midst of Rock Creek Park. And then out of nowhere comes this Jeep flying up the hill all came out, out, lights turned off, zooms past me, and then stops at the top of the hill, brakes, turns off its lights in the ignition, and just waits. And there's nobody around. I was like, riding up, I got sketched out, and I was just like, hell no, not today. And zoomed back down the hill, and luckily the Jeep didn't follow me. Because of the way the hill was, it couldn't see where I was on the hill. It was just waiting for me at the top. So I think by the time it realized I wasn't coming, it was too late. So that was me avoiding being kidnapped in my junior year of high school. Um, can we talk about like reflections? How has that changed you? <laughs> I don't go into Rock Creek Park at night. <laughs> <laughs> Lessons learned. But you know somebody got killed there before? Oh. Several times. Oh, several times. Never mind. I read one story. Yeah, so don't Damn, go to Rock I don't Creek like Park this episode. In Washington, D.C. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> you don't want to live close to Rock Creek. You're fine. Yes, I do. I live near one of the entrances. All right, thank you so much, Ronan, <laughs> if you want to head out. <laughs> thank you. So now we have Teresa, who's going to tell her story as well. So this is the story of the time I saw a ghost. <laughs> very scary. So my best friend growing up lived in a very old house in the historic part of our small town in central Pennsylvania. And a whole family had died in this house of scarlet fever. So and she was adamant that this house was haunted. So we used to play games like ghost hunting, trying to communicate with the ghosts type games in her attic and basement and barn. There were a lot of creaky, scary areas of this house. Um, so <laughs> once when we were eight, we were climbing up into the attic with my friend, myself, and her little sister, who was maybe four. And uh, we... I was in the lead going up these spinny or spiral stairs and uh, my friend's little sister screamed so we all like jumped and looked behind her and it was just a moth that had brushed her face. So I turned to go back up the stairs and at the top of the stairs was a boy. <laughs> yeah, and like what? Old timey like a white shirt and he like lifted his arm it was just like half a second he like lifted his arm like he was gonna wave but then he was gone <laughs> what? yeah this happened when i was eight years old so i'm not i was pretty freaked out at the time and we screamed and ran out of the house but i'm not sure if it's what actually happened or if we just were so riled up and scared that i was expecting to see a like specter or something <laughs> but yeah that happened like i remember it have a memory of it it was pretty creepy 
Yeah, and some other stuff happened in that house too. Like, they had uh, a baby sister whose uh, like pacifiers kept going missing, and then they all turned up in the attic, like what? covered in dust for no reason. The, the pacifiers. Yeah, like. Where do you live there? I mean, it's a house. What? <laughs> No, you met like historically, like, you know, like, a bunch of people died in that house. I mean, they died like a hundred years ago ish. And it's a nice house. <laughs> um, yeah, and what else happened there? Sometimes the lights turn off for no reason. Like, their electric fans or whatever. We'll just switch off. It's an old house. Do they still live there? Yeah. They do. It's creaky and kind of scary, but none of them, and some of them have seen, like, the, their dad. I don't know if he's telling the truth. All of this I'm so skeptical about, but their dad claims to have seen a woman climbing up the staircase holding a lantern in, like, a nightgown. Oh my god. One time. No! Sorry, then move down. I know. I my face like, you can have it. Yeah. I mean, nothing too scary has happened there. But okay. that's my ghost story. Wow. <laughs> this is, this freaked me out more than Romans, honestly. But Romans was like, bro, like an actual like threat. <laughs> yeah. This is just like, whoa. What, fix, what freaks me out about... Sounds kind of cute, though. They're yeah, like, he seemed no, friendly. What? <laughs> what freaks me out about ghosts is, like, real people, you can actually, like, fight in real life. And probably get away. Mm-hmm. But, like, ghosts, like, demons? That's it. You don't know if they're demons. Yeah, I feel like... They might be Casper. It's hard to assess <laughs> how, how dangerous they are. <laughs> I mean... Well, Thank you, Teresa. Thank you. This was entertaining. Good. Anytime. This is an episode of We'll Figure It Out. Um, Feel free to email us if you have any, just like anything to add to coming season, any experiences, opinions. We welcome everything. What's our email address? W-F-I-O-U-T at gmail.com. Again, W-F-I-O-U-T at gmail.com. I feel like I have to think about it when I say it. <laughs> Does it feel weird yes. that you're saying it? Uh, let's go back to you saying it. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.